Pumpkins and Pals, and there's also therapy too. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another uh, episode of Park Pals. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for waiting. We're super excited to bring you an episode uh, after some time off. And we've got a great one for our time back. Um, Maddie will be joining me in the interview, but not in this intro, uh, just because of scheduling and all that good stuff. But uh, so I'm excited to have us both talk to the amazing Cooper Thornton, aka Dr. Harris. Uh, Oh my God, it was so lovely. Uh, I will let you listen to it. Um, There was a brief moment uh, where his son called and um, so you won't hear that part but I thought it was just so lovely and Maddie and I were both texting and saying it was precious because to witness him be himself and not Dr. Harris I don't know it was just really cool and sweet and I loved it Um, so uh, I've tagged all of his things in the Instagram so follow him on Instagram I've tagged um, his website medium.com on the uh, show notes so please follow that and you'll hear me say it again Uh, at the end of it uh, and he will say it and explain a little bit more of what that is so please 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 follow along Um, and yeah we're so excited that he talked to us he was amazing if you have any questions for him he is happy to answer them so uh, message me don't blow him up I mean you can follow him obviously but uh, let's be respectful and make sure that you message me and I'll message him and I will get back to you Uh, and yeah uh, we're just so grateful. I can't believe Maddie and I both are so overwhelmed by the amazing people that we get to talk to uh, every, you know, episode. Um, and every time we talk to someone that was such an iconic part, an iconic character of Parks, we just fall more in love with the show and with being a fan and, you know, everything. So if there's uh, any more questions, obviously I'm asking my questions as a fan, but if you guys have any, let me know. All right. Well, Please enjoy the amazing Cooper Thornton. There's a park and some pals and there's also therapy too. Hello? Hello? (laughs) Holly? Hi, yes, Cooper. How are you? Good, how are you? I can't see you, but I can hear you. You can't see me, let me fix that. There we go. Yay! Hello! Hey, how are you? <laughs> Fine, thanks. How are you doing? I'm really good. What's on your wrist? Let's see it. The tattoo. Oh, oh, oh. I've got... This is Zoe. I guess it's backwards. Zoe in Greek is life in oh, uh, nice. English. Nice. Yeah. I studied abroad in Greece, and I just really connected with the culture, so I, oh, lived, I was like, I have to get a piece of that on yeah. my body. <laughs> and what's the um, What's the other? Uh, this is a whole note in music, like on sheet music. It's yeah. a whole note. Yeah. So, yeah. This is my um, co-host, Maddie, by the way. Hi, Maddie, by the way. Good to meet you. (laughs) Nice to meet you. Where are you guys? I'm in Nashville. Oh, where I'm born and raised. Yes, I wanted to talk to you about that. And Maddie's in uh, Prescott. In Prescott, Arizona. Arizona. Mm -hmm. You knew that. Nice. Prescott, yeah. How did you guys meet up? Well, we went to college together. We went to Berkeley College of Music together. Um, and that's how we uh, became BFFs and we were roommates in college. And then we've stayed friends ever since we graduated, which is wild because we haven't lived in the same state in how many years, Maddie? I don't know. Oh, gosh. You graduated in 2014. It's been eight years since we've lived in the same city. Which is wild. That's wonderful. Yeah. Keep it up. Those, those yes. friendships will, will, will serve you well. We're trying. It's hard work, man. It is hard work. <laughs> Long distance. It is. <laughs> it is hard work. It is hard work. Yeah. Where are you right now? 
I am, uh, I am, well, I got it fogged. I am in uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Oh, okay. Which has been my home for about three years now. Gotcha. Okay. Was in uh, LA for 20 and uh, was in Nashville for most of it before that. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So where exactly were you raised in Nashville or like where did you uh, live kind of, in Kind of the Green Hills area. Oh my God. That's where, that's literally where I am right now. I live oh, in Green Hills. Where, what street? Where are you? <laughs> Let me tell everybody my address. No, yeah. it's right. You know where Green Hills Grill is? It's right. Yes, I know where Green. Yeah, yeah. That is blowing my mind. Oh yeah, my God. I used to do um, used to do improv at the Bluebird. We were the resident uh, improv group at Bluebird. They had improv there. Yeah, long before it became you know the well, it was it was a Bluebird, but uh, it was when uh, um, Amy before Cur- it was famous when Amy Curlin was was owning it and managing it and. And there was a group of us called Sponcom, Spontaneous Combustion, and and uh, Sponcom Comedy, and we, uh, some really great people, and we were uh, regular gigs, did musical, improv, and all kinds of stuff. Oh my God, I had no idea. Wait, so it was how did that happen? Fun. Like, did they ask you to play there, or did you just kind of look around and ask to? No, they asked in? us to. <coughs> excuse me. They asked us to. There were um, a bunch of us were already. Sorry. No, you're good. <clears throat> Deep in the Nashville theater scene, and uh, so we knew we knew Amy uh, that way. Her brother is Peter Curland, who has been the sound director for all of the Cone Brothers films. No. Yeah, I know, right? And that- uh, and he was involved with Dark Horse Theater. When I don't know if Dark Horse is still around. It is. It is. I've auditioned for a few things, but I haven't oh, good seen for you. a ton of stuff. Uh, yet, but or like recently, rather, I did yeah. when I four years ago when I first moved here, they had stuff going on, but okay. I don't know. I'm sure there are, I'm maybe I'm just not as plugged into that one. And we were all involved with Nashville Shakespeare Festival, also. Oh, fun! I've opened for them. That is so wild. <laughs> you what? You open for them? <laughs> yeah, someone I had a friend, uh, which was so wild. Oh, cool. <laughs> Centennial Park. Uh, they actually now they have it at uh, and like the West End kind of. Um, and Wait, they're not doing the summer Shakespeare at the Centennial Park anymore. I haven't seen it at Centennial. They moved it to this other place that I can't remember where. Wow, wow. I, I know. Amazing. Maybe I'll they'll move it Denise. back. Yeah, check because maybe they'll move it back. But it's in this really lovely area, and I knew a friend of mine that like knew some other people, and I. Maddie and I both play music, and they asked if I wanted to play a few songs before the show. Like, to and get what kind of stuff do you play? I play like country indie stuff. I don't know, okay. Maddie. How would you describe yours? Kind of the same ish. Uh, I don't know. Folky-ish. <laughs> folky yeah. yeah. Like folk yeah, pop kind of yeah. situation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I, uh, I think mine I is definitely more of a country vi- version. Um, yeah, you can. I can send you it after the. Uh, send it to me. Send it to me for both you guys. I'd love to listen. That's awesome. Thank you so much. We appreciate yeah, thank that. Thank you. You're welcome. You kidding? But yeah, it's it's at this new place. I mean, Nashville. I can't even imagine how much it's probably changed since you've Holy been here. Holy cow! Even since I've lived here, which has only been four years, it's insane. It just like, it explodes every day. Things. And I work um, in Green Hills as well, and I drive by the Bluebird on my way to and from work, and always from work, it's a line um, all the way out to the street. And it has been that way, like, ever since I moved here, but especially after COVID, now people are like, I need to go out and see stuff. It's definitely- Bluebird's such a cool, I haven't been there since we were there, and so I know that it changed a lot when the show moved in there. 
Mm-hmm. And they were doing, what was it, Nashville? Mm-hmm. Nashville, the TV show, one of my favorite TV favorites. show, yeah, which put that really put Bluebird on the map. Though, for anybody that was in the know, Bluebird was on the map always. I mean, yeah, everybody that was interested in music, just mm-hmm. particularly for the writers. Exactly. Well, I think that one of my friends just went to a show and they were like, oh, I hadn't, and they're not really in the music circle. And um, some of the songwriters were playing songs that, you know, are on the radio. And they're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. These people are famous, but they're just walking amongst us because they're the writers and they're not the faces, you know? <laughs> they're the ones that walk amongst us. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but so how did you get to LA then? Or like, what did you act? So I, you acted here because you did. I acted rock. in Nashville. Sorry. Oh, can you hold on? This is my son calling. Okay, hold on. Oh, gosh, please. So cute. Oh, thank you. That was my goal, just to be cute. He did not think that was cute at all. This is a my 14-year-old that's signed up for a swim meet tomorrow that's not wanting to do it. So I got to figure that out. Got to figure that out. Yeah. Maddie did swimming when she was in high school, too. So she Did you? Oh, yeah. I swam my my whole... My whole life from seven on to 18. Do you swim? You didn't swim in college? Uh, I did not swim in college because I went to music school yeah. and I kind of in high school was like people were taking it almost like too, too seriously. seriously. And I was like, I'm out. Yeah. You guys, you got this. I get it. I'm still a swimmer. I swim uh, competitively still. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I- Oh my gosh, I know. I was looking up so many things on your bio that I want to talk about. Okay, we checked okay. off Nashville, okay. um, kind of, but you were talking about LA. So, uh, and how what got me out there? I uh, was looking to um, looking to pursue TV and film, and uh, Tennessee didn't have a lot going on. Uh, North yeah. Carolina didn't yet have anything going on, really. Uh, Georgia didn't begin to have anything close to what they have going on now. And so really, if I was looking at TV film, it, it needed to be L.A. Right. And Were so you mo- doing any sort of like student films and stuff out here? But there wasn't a lot of that either. There wasn't really a, none of the schools really had a film industry, had a TV film industry. And so there weren't kids looking to cast student films. I did some. I got my card when I was still out in Nashville. Mm. It was, uh, I think it was on a Reba film. Oh my God. I'm yeah, kidding. she was, boy, she's a smart lady. She is. Um, she one week paid everybody in $2 bills so that for years, if you got a $2 bill, you knew it was because Reba had done this film here. And it was a way okay. of showing the Nashville market uh, the ripple effect of having, of bringing, bringing the work in. Wow. It, was just, it was a very smart thing for her to do. Yeah, I feel like her and Dolly are both so business savvy. Oh my goodness! She's a creative, like it's amazing. And and Dolly was my other TV movie that got me my card while I was at. Oh my god! Movie. Was that here yeah. or is that in Sevierville, where she's from? Uh, it was good for you. I I did a commercial at Dollywood. Oh uh, oh my god! But, uh, amazing. <laughs> but um uh no the uh the uh the TV film I think was in the Nashville area. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So then did you know anybody in LA before you started or were you one of those classic people that were, yeah. Not a soul. No, I went out there cold. Yeah. I mean, that's what you got to do, I feel, and how it works most of the time. I mean, it's nice and very lucky if you do know people, but most of the time you just kind of go and figure it out. And and hit the ground running and and, and, uh, plugged into a bunch more improv out there. Um, they had what were called cold reading workshops, which is how I think I first met Allison Jones. 
Okay. Um, who cast Parks and Rec. Yeah. Do you remember your audition and how exactly you got to be a part of the show? I do. It was just, it was a one-off for Dr. Harris. And, uh, and it was pretty much just verbatim, not verbatim what I did on the show, uh, because I improvised what they kept on the show. Uh, that's amazing. A lot of, a lot of it was improv. Uh, and I think that's what got me back on the show, mm. uh, was because I, I made this guy, um, I thought it'd be funny if Dr. Harris just really could care less about people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's really what Dr. Harris is. He loves, he loves all things medicine, especially if it's something that can make par- people paranoid. He just really likes to dick with people. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. And so because the first show or episode that you were on was Rock Show when you took the cast off of oh, Chris. Andy or yeah, Pratt. Andy, yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, like, was that basically, do you remember if that was the actual sides that you were getting? Those, those were the actual sides. Yeah. That was really fun. Cause I, I actually got to cut it off his leg and they had a, a nurse practitioner there to show me how to cut it. And they had the little saw to, you know, oh my to God, you were actually cutting the hard cast off his leg, cutting the hard cast off his leg. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. And it, you know, I made it sure that, you know, you could, I could, put it right against my hand and it wasn't going to cut anything. So I wasn't concerned about cutting Chris, but yeah, you know, still had to make it look legit, had to make it look like I'd done it a thousand times before. Wow. That is insane. Well, and you got to also act, I guess that first scene is wild to me. I was writing, I was just like watching all of the episodes that you were in. Oh, I had so many of the main cast. Well, that's what I was going to say. The first scene had pretty much everybody. I feel. Yeah. And so how was that? Gosh, it was, yeah, it was, it was Aziz and, and Amy and Rashida. And uh, I think that would have been it. And then Andy or Chris. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty great. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's nobody more giving and uh, more pro than Amy. Yeah. To- well, I've heard that she is such a masterclass to improv with and just really fun. Um, so tell me a little bit about what you were improvising on that first episode. Like what exactly? I think what I say? improvised that they kept that I think got the writers interested uh, was when Andy gets up to um, just to walk, you know, and he, and he falls. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I said, yeah, they'll probably be a little weak at first. <laughs> Like, yeah, with uh, no effort at all to go down and help him no right. concern everybody else jumped to his aid right um, i was just well, you know i if he's so good enough good. to try to walk on it yeah a little button um where so in that first audition were you given that kind of direction or was that kind of an actor choice on your end to be a little bit more dry with it no it was just my choice oh my god so he great. wasn't like the description wasn't like saying he's a dry doctor. Oh no 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 no! But you know there there was something in the in the uh, in the lines when uh, like when when uh, Amy asks if she can have the cast, and I say uh, yeah, though it's a fairly disgusting request. <laughs> yeah, I think I say something like that. So you can kind of guess from there. Yeah, there's something that indicates that this doctor um, maybe isn't the best people person, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so I just kind of I decided to turn that up a little bit. Well, it's kind of a 
amazing, too, because in each scene, I mean, you're in a lot of episodes throughout the show. And so it's really funny because each scene is probably like 30 seconds, maybe. Um, I mean, apart from the Halloween one. So, like, it's really lovely the way that the writers kind of gave you just some fun things to work with. Uh, They were were so generous. One liners. But then you, obviously, and I always am interested to see how the collaboration works because obviously, like, they wrote it, but you delivered it. So, and like, Mm -hmm. I think that you make a good point in saying that like you probably were asked back quite a bit because of the improv, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I'm always really interested in hearing like the logistics. We're always interested in hearing like who, what improv. There's a lot of writing that happens right there as you're shooting it. Mike sure. Or, you know, others would, would shout out, okay, now try this line or try this line Mm -hmm. or that was good. Do that one again. Um, there was one where again, you know, Andy was in the hospital all the time. He was always doing something stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or right. Injured. And uh, I said something about him uh, recommending a helmet. And Amy just, she said, okay, that she shouted to Mike or something. Keep that. Let's go with that. Let's, let's follow that line. Mm. And let's see what comes up following that. She, um, she was absolutely first line out wins. She, uh, there was never a sense of her having to have the funniest line. So she often did because she is just drop dead funny, yeah, and smart, and 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 just so she listens so well. Mm. That is the hardest thing I feel. Something that I struggle with when I did improv, like very very briefly, was just a blip in the radar. Was like it taught me how to listen because I love yeah talking and having a conversation but i'm very bad at like just stopping because i'm always so excited and i'm always like yeah i want to jump on what you just said because right. you said something really nice but i have to just because then they could say something more exciting as i know as i'm no. talking right now i'm realizing i'm doing it again <laughs> <laughs> but anyway that's so great and i love that she is in service to the show um but i was going to ask so you said something about how you met allison jones was that she called you in then or yeah i think it was through what were called cold reading workshops okay there were these uh workshops in la where casting directors would um would come in you would sit with them in a class with say 20 other people and they would um give you sides they would give you lines from shows that they'd done or just sides that they'd like that they brought in just to see you read and then and then based on that that's how when I didn't have an agent, I didn't have an agent for my first maybe seven years in LA. Wow. And, uh, but was able to get into people's offices that way. That's amazing. And something I think is really important for uh, if any actors are listening or any newer actors or whatever that don't have agents, I think that's really important to just like keep doing stuff, keep getting in classes and get into classes. Oh my God. That was a great way to network and just keep your, keep your muscles active. Hmm. So did, you didn't have an agent when you got this initial audition, though? Or no. was it just Allison Jones that called you? Wow. It was just Allison that called me in. Oh, my God. That's crazy. So yeah. logistical question. Did you not have to give any um, like percentages to your agents then when they paid you? No, I didn't. That was wonderful. I got to keep all of it. Oh, my God. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> then, yeah, but that was only for like the first couple of episodes. After that, I, I had an agent. And they, they got it all. Right, which is a, you know, double-edged sword. But it's great because then they can get you into more rooms. So That's exactly right. That's exactly (laughs) right. But through those workshops, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, please. Through those workshops, I was able to go to an agent finally and say, listen, I've got a relationship with all these different casting offices. 
mm. and be very, they are calling me in. All you have to do is submit me and they will call me in. So uh, those workshops were really what got me workshops and some theater. There was a um, theater company, the Fountain Theater hmm. in LA, which is a, just a tremendous space. It's a 99 seat theater, but doing some of the best work in LA. And uh, we did a show there called After the Fall. It was Arthur Miller's After the Fall. Okay. And uh, uh, had so many industry people come through there for that. And one of them was a woman named Deb Aquila. Okay. And she's almost solely responsible for my film career. She, uh, she just has me in, had me in regularly when I was out there. But, wow. Yeah. She was a casting director? She is. She's a terrific casting director. Yeah. Mostly film. Wow. And so she saw you in the show and you saw me maybe a couple of times, but because wow. uh, that ran for seven and a half months. Where's the Fountain Theater? It's on its corner of Fountain in Normandy. It's in Little Armenia. Oh, OK. OK. I gotcha. So like kind of on the what is it? The east side of Hollywood ish. You could say that and I would go, yeah, <laughs> and have no idea what I'm talking about. I know. Well, I just remember seeing signs for Little Armenia. I lived in L.A. for almost five years as well. Okay, so, yeah. So I remember seeing signs on the 101 for Little Armenia, but it was like a blip kind of. Um, but I know yep, I'm familiar with Fountain-ish. So anyway. If you're back out there, it's anything you see there is going to be time well spent. Yeah, totally. Okay, I'll definitely keep that on the list. Um, and how did you find out about those casting workshops? Because there, I'm guessing it wasn't as like prominent online as it is now, you know? Well, I don't even know if they... Um, oh, yeah. Well, no, we, we, we had the internet then. There, was, um, <laughs> there were computers. No, no, this was like, you know, 99. So this was when I got out there, this was before before cell phones and before, I mean, I had a pager. That's what I first had was a little pager. Um, Amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, but found out just through uh, improv classes. Okay. And us helping each other network. Were you doing IO or UCB? Or no, I, I, I was groundlings and, okay. uh, and a place called the empty stage with Stan Wells. Mm. Uh, did not do IO. IO, um, was started uh, by another friend, uh, Dan. Um, Dan and Edie's married to Edie Patterson. Uh, you mean Sharna and Dell Close and all them? Oh, Dell Close, you're going way back. That's, uh, uh, but I'm talking about the the L.A. Uh, oh, you're. Chapter. Oh, I understand what you're saying. Okay, yeah. I hear. I don't know those names of those people either. So. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, Improv <laughs> Olympics, a great place. UCB would have been a great place. But I mean, there's just so many. And even those like, you know, you hear about just the improv, that one, yeah. there's that. And uh, the other one, too, that I can't remember. It's a weird name. There's all a bunch of names in improv. But regardless, you know, yeah. it's just a matter of doing it, I feel. Now, Upright Citizens is, you know, Amy really put them on the map. Mm -hmm. And it's a terrific place. They do great stinking theater, too. Mm -hmm. Beyond yeah. just the improv they do. And it's, it's yeah. part of what makes the theater so good, because even just with scripted lines they're listening so close they're so engaged it just ups the ante for everybody wow that's amazing yeah and then like for because since you come back in so many other episodes do you remember if you knew that you were going to be coming back at all no, i had no clue that audition wasn't but like by the end of the day you didn't know you were coming back either no and after that first episode i i didn't i um 
I knew that they had really enjoyed it. They'd had a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that it was my chance to show them some some improv. Yeah. And because uh, they always do one scripted take, and then they just have a fun take. Yeah. Um, or several takes. Uh, but no, I just I never knew one, you know, one uh, uh, shoot to the next if I'd be back, and so there was no kind of guaranteed arc for for dr harris or anything like that he was i think you know the most i had was was two episodes in one season i was in every season except for one maybe a couple of seasons where i was in two times two episodes yeah well in each of those episodes was it like how long was it just a one day situation because like we talked about it was like 30 seconds or something that your scenes were yeah um so it was just one you go in one day and then come back i mean obviously yeah. you're preparing and everything i know it's not just yeah. one day but you know well, it, it, um, yeah, there'd be a nice long day, but it was usually just one day. Wow. Uh, you know, for them, they would have been rehearsing much more, but for my stuff, just come in and knock it out. It wasn't like, uh, some, a live audience sitcom, mm-hmm. you know, where you actually rehearse together for the whole week. The studio has to see it, the production, the producers have to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writers, see it and then you've got an audience that you do it for and that's a whole five-day gig wow okay okay yeah that's right and how was it working with rashida jones because i feel like that was pretty much your first like that you have scenes with her pretty much in not all of them but most of them Within are with her because she's them, the nurse yeah. you know um she's um she's incredibly kind incredibly gifted uh and just um she's just gorgeous she's (laughs) she is so so easy on the eyes and it just it was something about you know all the rest of the star factor but for her she's also quincy jones's daughter Mm -hmm. and that was just being a kind of a a a a fan of him and of everybody he's ever produced uh it was just it was like being around royalty yeah you Mm -hmm. know yeah, and everybody that I've heard from that has worked with her anyway, that like interviews or whatever has said that like she does not come off as royal at all. <laughs> like oh, as far as like, no, no, at all. She, like you would never know unless she said not it at or all. you researched no, it. No, in fact, I'm sure she that would she would hate that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. No, just every one of them, uh, Amy, Nick, Rashida, Retta, uh, Jim, uh, no, those in particular, just super unaffected, mm-hmm. super approachable, super, super kind, super laid back. It was they uh, they really worked hard to make sure that even the guests, you know, artists like me who are coming in for just, you know, one off uh, walk in and hey, Cooper, welcome back. So good to see you. Love. We heard so much great stuff about what you did last time. That line was just the best. Let's just have fun and play. It was so welcoming and. There are other shows that I've been on where, um, you know, the principals just understand it's 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 hard for them to welcome new family members in every week. Sure. Uh, but uh, Parks and Rec, they just and I think they really were just following, you know, Amy's lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what they've said. It was just uh, they compare her a lot with um, Steve Carell, like he who was at the lead of the show or head of the show rather is going to be the one that people follow the most. And like she was just great about it. So that's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. She's a super lovely person. Yeah. Well, and also speaking of all the people, um, uh, 
one of my favorite episodes that I was watching too was when you and uh, Nick Offerman or Ron have a scene together because or you guys are in the, the same Yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are like just in the same headspace and I know I get it like for comedy purposes maybe it wouldn't be a great like friendship um because you guys both have the same thing going on but i would love to see a like mini series of dr harris and ron being friends or something oh god bless you i would love that i think yeah (laughs) if anybody anybody, overcome (laughs) there was anybody on the show that that dr harris really uh synced with it was it was nick it was yes yeah his his ron same vibe. His belly and then he giggled oh and that's his laugh <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> oh god and try to try to keep it straight when when Rin Rung, <laughs> that's one of those go. oh it's just, it's, about that was it really hard to like keep the straight oh face because going? his laugh is so infectious and so sweet oh and, my god and he's he's just a, such a sweet guy that uh yeah it, it was I had to really, really have Dr. Harris dialed in. <laughs> Dr. Harris just, you know, he would not find giggling fun. Right. He adored, you know, this guy who, you know, what was it? Rashida was taking, asking him, you know, how many drinks you have? You said one, one drink, one shelf. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Or like he asks, um, or Rashida says, Anne says, like, we'll have your test results back in a second, like cholesterol, sugar, all that stuff. And he's like, not interested. Yeah. And then he just walks away and you're like, just strips your off line the prescription is, is gone. Yeah. Just wish all the patients could be like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really hate it when they ask questions. <laughs> really hate it when they ask questions. Yeah. That was Dr. Harris in a nutshell. Yeah. That's the, the whole vibe I got from Dr. Harris was I love the science, I love the medicine. I don't want to be around people. I can't Get stand the people. Here. You nailed it. That is, you absolutely got it. Thank you. That's yeah. Nice. Medicine would be great if it weren't for people. Right. <laughs> did you did you ever have an experience like with bedside manner like that with another doctor? Or did you? Oh, you were oh, just and, you read oh, the lines. I think we've like, all <laughs> had that bedside experience with doctors who really would rather we be textbooks instead of living people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that wasn't hard to draw on at all. Uh, my dad was a doctor, but he was—he had a fabulous bedside manner. But um, uh, no, I love the idea of of a doctor who, you know, is is there for the betterment of society, and but he just would love it if society didn't have to be part of it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever want to be a doctor at all? Since your dad was no, no, I never did, and it was probably because my dad was, and I saw what that was like, and he, it took so much time away from us, and I just thought, no, I a lot i'm good here i think i'll pursue Mm -hmm. something where i have no job security whatsoever (laughs) right (laughs) much more interesting that way much more interesting i can play doctors i get to play lots of doctors yeah exactly you definitely have a doctor look we could see that (laughs) a doctor look a lawyer look kind of the bad look yeah Love that. Well, and you also got to act with Rob Lowe when he said that he had tendonitis or, well, he thinks, and then you think that he has shoulder cancer or you make that joke about like, that's right. That's what it could have been. The other, the alternative. How was that? Do you remember that scene? I I remember that whole shoot. And that was, that was very interesting. Uh, uh, Cause Rob was not part of the first, you know, several seasons. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so he and I didn't have any kind of history or camaraderie. 
and so it it, uh, it was pretty much just come in. It was like coming in as a doctor and just doing a quick exam mm-hmm. and uh, and leaving. But, you know, there, there again, uh, when we first started the show, when they first started the show, none of these people were really successful film actors mm-hmm. or, or known for their film careers. Yeah, it was mostly TV. Well, Rob Lowe anyway, for sure. But Rob really was known. Yeah. You know. Because uh, he and- had the whole, um, what? It, well, he was in a bunch of stuff, but I just remember him always playing like the bad lawyer guy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like in Wayne's World and a bunch of other ones. Yeah. But, but anyways, you know, continue. Well, Rob was known. And so there was, there may have been a little bit of just, this is, this is Rob Lowe. Uh, just something about the name. This is a name. This is really Rob Lowe. I know. Did you have to like get in the right headspace to act with him or were you more of just like, okay, it's another day. I'm just going to be casual. No, it's another day. I could be casual, but I could also use any kind of, if there were any, uh, um, oh my goodness, this is Rob Lowe. Uh, I could use that with Dr. Harris as something that keeps me from feeling, uh, keeps me from feeling like I could really connect with this person. Yeah. So I just, I let it be something that uh, is a wall between us because that's yeah. where Dr. Harris would rather there be a wall between him and all patients anyways. That's true. Even if, oh, that's a good call. Like even if the patient was famous or something like in the show's reality, yeah. like Dr. Yeah. Harris would be like, whatever. I hate he just this. whatever. No. <laughs> yeah and i love the i was laughing out loud because i hadn't watched it in a while that episode in particular because we review the shows and we're only season what season are we on now three season three yeah, yeah. we just started okay. season so, three so um but i hadn't watched it the tendonitis one in a while and he that's when rob Lowe's character is like dr harris you are literally the meanest person I've ever met. <laughs> I was laughing <laughs> yeah, out loud. I was like, and I laughed at it because that was, I loved the way he delivered that. He is, he had, God, he had a great character. He did. Was, he was the eternal optimist and everything is up and wonderful. And uh, so it was a, a, somebody especially fun for Dr. Harris to dick with. Mm-hmm. If you can make this person who is so health conscious believe that they have shoulder cancer. <laughs> Yeah. even for just like a moment evil. yeah that's so funny yeah even for just a moment that that would make dr harris very happy yeah it definitely sparks a little bit more of the unease in chris's character right chris is already chris kind of says that somebody is the meanest person he never said anything horrible about anybody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get it. the meanest person i've ever met yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so because like, nobody else is willing to like no other character comes at you for the the way dr harris is with them right they're kind of just right. like okay whatever like you're rude but they don't say anything to you so he's yeah. the first person to come out and be like dude right yeah. like that's really mean there was yeah. one with with adam uh where i i talk about what we cans we can that's when yeah. he breaks his, or he like cuts his hand open on Flea's guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where we can't. Why would you say that? Just making an observation. That's right. <laughs> well, that's another one that was literally five seconds, and we were yeah. all just like busting our gut laughing because it was so funny. <laughs> How was um Adam Scott to act with? I've heard he's very intense and a great actor and everything. But he's very a great actor, but he's really there for the work. Uh, he and I didn't really chat. didn't chat much. Uh, 
and I really respect that because he, man, he could, he did gorgeous work. Everybody did gorgeous work on that show. Mm-hmm. It's just an amazing show. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> and there's the other scene. I have to bring up this one too. I mean, I'm going to bring up all of them, but um, especially the one with Jerry when Mumps is going around and you have to inspect everyone's genitals. <laughs> I have to look at everybody's package. That was a fun one. That's where one where they were just throwing lines at me. Oh my god! When you and that talking head of you saying, "I actually don't know if he had mumps." I was distracted. Too distracted. <laughs> the largest penis I've ever seen. <laughs> that delivery is so perfect. Too. It's so oh, thank good. You. Thank you. Okay, Amy told me when I that the next time I was back in said that that was the most rewatched six seconds of the show. Just that one clip of that. I don't know if he had mumps. I was too distracted. The largest <laughs> penis I've ever seen. <laughs> now, did you get the side before you filmed, or was that one of the one the lines that they were feeding you? You think? Do you remember? No, that I think was one of the. That was. I think that was the. Uh, those those were the lines. Those okay. were the actual lines. There were other lines like I, you know, and I worked on a farm. You know, as as well. Oh, you know, so that would have I've been seen, I've seen I've seen I've seen big ones, but this one. Yeah. Okay. Now say this. Okay. Now say this. Oh my God. And um, who do you remember? Um, Cause I actually didn't get a chance to see if you had repeat, but did you had re did you have repeat directors as well? Like, or did, was it a di- different? Um, yeah. I think, I think that Mike may have directed a few of them. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think odds are pretty good that I did have some repeat directors. Uh, I don't know. Cause it was over so many years. Yeah. Well, I mean, did they even really uh, have that much of a, by the end of it, I feel like they might not have had that much direction to give you anyway, because you had already had kind of the idea of what Dr. Harris was going to be about, you know? Right. And so yeah. it wasn't like, they probably didn't give you no, that I, much, I, right? Or really did I get any direction. I really didn't get much direction. Uh, it was it was more just them having fun trying to get me to say different lines. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is so funny though, the farm line. I would have loved yeah, to I see can. that too. I would have died. <laughs> and then there's the other one with Jerry that I love where he has a fart attack. <laughs> oh yes, would you please just call it, yeah, Aziz, really. I just, could you please just call it a fart attack? <laughs> I love you are not taking the bait whatsoever. No. You, yeah. Like you didn't, I don't even know if your character would have, like was even thinking about it. You're just like, no, that happens. it's then again he's the doctor he's the science it's this happens don't knock my science that's right and if i think that you're wanting me to say something that'll make you happy that's the last thing in the world i'm gonna care to say right oh my god that's amazing and so i guess well usually i do ask about um wardrobe but i feel like you were in the same one every time right like there was no other even at the halloween party came dressed Uh, as a doctor when i came into uh rashida's office when she's looking for a sperm donor i think i was in like a tweed jacket oh yeah that's right yeah i think that i was um I was not just in the doctor's garb then, but I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think every other time, I think it was fun because back toward the end, not toward the end, but maybe halfway into the show, I actually had a, you know, and maybe even had a, a, a name tag. I thought, okay, now I'm here to stay. They made up right. a Walter Harris tag. So yes. okay, they've wardrobe you know, or costume or props have done that. So there's some investment in it now. So they've got, I made it, I'm in. That's amazing. Did you get to keep anything? Uh, from Seth? Okay. 
Not a thing. They uh, though they did you know one year uh, sent out. I got this great hoodie that's a uh, uh, nope when she was running for office. Mm, mm-hmm. Nice. And it's got that on it. It looks very official. It's really fun. Sent out a, a whole book about Pawnee, the history of Pawnee. Oh my gosh! You mean the one that she wrote that Leslie the one Oak that wrote? she wrote? Yeah, Ugh, love it. That's real. Yeah, yeah it's real. <laughs> That's time. so cool. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about that. But they sent out some fun swag like that uh, just to say thanks. Yeah. Okay, well, if you ever find it, send a picture to of that to me because I would love to see it. <laughs> okay, I may have actually found a fan and said, "Hey, here, you deserve that more than I do." So, still got the hoodie. That would be very cute. Yeah. Um, well, and I also, okay. So on your IMDb there, it says that you were in the office in Phyllis's wedding. Is that real? Did that get yeah, cut? That's real. Yeah. Okay. That's real. Can you explain this to me? Cause I don't remember you being in it. Did they cut it's your scene? You got to look, you got to look at the extras. <gasps> it was okay. a scene between me and Pamela. Um, and I am, uh, I, mean Pam? Pam. Pam. Your real name is Pamela. Yeah. yeah. Pam. Anyway. Uh, uh, we both went to Baylor too, as a matter of a little bit of trivia. Oh, that's cool. Ah, okay. But, uh, uh, I am, she asked how I know Phyllis. And I said, well, it's actually, I know their cat. I'm their, um, uh, a feline, uh, um, veterinarian, but that I specialize in, uh, feline spirituality. What? And, yeah. So it's, and so that's where I, I, she just, Pam just can't, doesn't know what to do with this guy that is interested yeah. in a cat's eternal, you know, spirit. <gasps> wow. Oh, yeah. The God. office was, yeah, they could write. Oh, and that was God. a super fun one because, uh, 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 Steve Carell just got, just got messy. Yeah. <laughs> that whole episode. I have a lot of debates now because Scott's tots to me for the longest time was the most cringy episode. Like him having to go tell high schoolers, he wasn't going to be able to pay for their college. Mm-hmm. But then you watch Phyllis's wedding and you're like, this actually might be the cringiest yeah, episode. Some, they really had some cringe worthy episodes. You just, Oh God, yeah. I just, I really, oof, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, um, I think that's so funny because there is a couple times when I did go back the first time when we reviewed rock show, the first mm-hmm. time I saw that on your IMDb and I was like, where in the hell is he? And so I will go back and I will look at it. Um, but I also should probably buy the DVDs for that one too. So I can see the deleted scenes, which is funny because in real life, I bet Jenna Fisher, AKA Pam would really be into a feline spirituality mentor yes. person. Yeah, she she cats. She and, and Phyllis <laughs> may also, you know, and yeah. Phyllis, you know that Phyllis had been the casting director for the show. Right, yeah. She'd been one of, she was a casting director that I've been in to see several times and they had her just they hadn't cast that character and just had her reading it and found that she's got to do it. It's just got to be her. Have you listened to um Brian Baumgartner's podcast? No. It's like a Oh my gosh, he plays Kevin. He's basically um doing well, I think he's still doing it now, but the one he had before the one that's releasing current episodes or uh, current, I guess, like behind the scenes or whatever. He had like a documentary style podcast and it was brilliant. And it, they talked it about that a lot as I well. Like was. a lot of the production was great. Yeah. Um, but wait, so what's the timeline of that? Were you in the office before Parks and Rec or no? It what? was during, I think. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <clears throat> so did Allison Jones like call you in for that one on the office or? Probably or- did. Yeah, because she did the office as well. 
Because I know, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, the for the extras anyway, I know Dorian Frankel, the casting director, yeah. is the one that does a lot for Parks. But I didn't know who did a lot of the co-stars for The Office. Office, yeah. But I've been in to see both of them, so it could have been either. Yeah. Do you remember auditioning for that then? The, for office, the office? No. Uh-huh. Okay. No. They probably just were like, hey, we have this extra line. <laughs> no, the only thing I remember auditioning for, uh, actually, the office, it was more of an audition because it was, there were two or three scenes where they came back to me and Pam. Mm-hmm. So they really had to just decide we can't have just a little bit of this. It was, it was all, it goes from this guy first introducing himself to Pam. They're seated next to each other to, at a table mm. uh, and to where he asks her out. And she just, you know, says, no, I, I can't. I'm actually intimate with someone. And he says, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see the ring. She said, well, we're not actually married. And then my guy says, oh, I'm sorry. Phyllis forgot to, neglected to tell me about your promiscuity. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, where is so I'm so sad. It's, to it's in it. the extras. You can find it in the extras for, for, okay. for, for Phyllis. I'm going to watch it. Um, one of the only auditions I remember was for uh, um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, how'd that go? It was actually with Larry David. <gasps> you know, and so he just went in and they just want to see, can this guy improvise? Because there's no telling what we're going to have the show be about. Mm-hmm. So I just sat and the two of us just said, here's, improvise about this. Oh, and now, wow. oh, you're going to talk about sweating my brains out. Totally. <laughs> well, wait, which thought, season did you uh, audition for? Oh, God, you're asking me. <laughs> I, I have to pull up my IMDb. I have okay, no, so I have basically no it wasn't the first season. It was no, like, no, it, it was, already no, been it was on established. for a while. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember what you were improvising about at all? Uh, no, the scene was about me renting, uh, uh, wanting to rent uh, an office in his office building across the hall from him. And he really liked not having anybody there. And so he plays somebody that has cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, and he said, he just said, I know I'm going to hell for this. It was, it was so offensive and so spot on and so funny because he was just trying to make it so uncomfortable for me to even yeah. entertain being in this office across the hall because this guy with cerebral palsy was going to want to have lunch with me every day. We we're going to be best friends. That was his, uh, that's where he went. And so I had to just, ah, <laughs> okay, this is where we're going. We're going oh to a really God. dark, horrible place. That's what I was oh, going to say. Cause it's, def- I mean, oh my God, it's definitely not like a lighthearted thing to think about no, or improv about. No, not at all. And that's where he said, I just, I know I'm going to hell for this one. <laughs> oh my God. That's wild. Oh yeah. Did you and ever Larry Charles, that? Larry Charles directed that who, uh, who directed, um, Oh, uh, 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 Help me out. It's it's documentary style. It's this guy who comes to America, who comes to America to want to Borat. Borat, yeah, yeah Borat. Oh, <laughs> he directed Borat. Oh and, yeah, and, and the this guy was just, that, this yeah. guy really knew his chops, and boy, it was to, to have the two of them. That oh was my god, like, I can't even cool. imagine being in the same room with Larry David and just being like, yeah, okay, improv about this. I would really yeah. be. 
I'd be crying maybe or sweating. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, you know, Alice, I know that Allison was in there for that. And so I knew oh, okay. I had, I knew I had a good friend and a good advocate and she had probably spoken to me, talked to me up before I went in the room. So I knew I really had nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And did you, I mean, have you improved pretty much bef- like your whole life? Like did, or was it after? No, it was, college, it was all once I get, I'd, I'd been doing it in, in Nashville before I moved to LA. Okay. Uh, but that was just a bunch of us making up games. Yeah. Uh, none of us had really studied like it. more involved. of a who's line situation? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I was trying to remember who's, yeah, much more like whose line is in any way, except yeah. that we, the musical stuff we would do, um, how we do a, a 20, minute, 20 minute musical uh, with acts and uh, arcs and, uh, mm-hmm. Um, choreography and uh, musical improv is insane. Yeah, it, it's I've also a lot a of fun because the uh, and we we get all of it from the audience. Yeah, and every bit of it we'd get from the audience. And you also have to have a really good relationship slash good uh, pianist. If yeah. you do have a pianist with you, oh, like, we sure did. We did. We had a fabulous pianist with us. Oh my God. Amazing. And you also went to, okay, I was looking um on your website or not website on your IMDb. Did you, is it true? Tell me about the Welsh College of Music and Drama. What? You studied <laughs> in Wales? You lived in Wales for about a year. What? And, uh, I'm jealous. Oh, boy, it was beautiful. I'd do it. I'd be back there in a heartbeat. Love to spend several months there a year. Uh, really wonderful people. Oh my God. Uh, it was after I'd finished my MFA in Cincinnati at CCM. Okay. And uh, I taught at Belmont University for a year in the theater department there. Oh, I didn't know that. In Nashville. Yeah. And uh, uh, and then wanted some more study. And yeah. so I looked around and sadly, I only speak English. <laughs> so that limited a lot of the places we could go. Sure. And I found this program at the, at the, uh, National Conservatory in Wales and, oh my God. Uh, and liked it and uh, sent in a tape as an audition. And they called one day and uh, my, my then wife and I got the call. They said, okay, we, we'd love it to offer it to you, but we need to know um, now. You know, and the program was going to start like a month later. Wow. Well, and so it was a real quick, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. That's so cool. And so what was, kind of program was it? Was it like a PhD type thing or? What no, was it? no, it was, it was the same kind of, it was like a, it was a one year uh, graduate diploma thing. It was just an okay. a very intensive year for folks who'd already done an undergrad in theater. Uh, but it focused, it also focused on radio, uh, which I'd never had any experience with before, uh, except at Baylor. I actually did DJ. Oh, Wow. At, but uh, for radio theater, um, because radio then, uh, BBC radio was just the best stuff ever. That the radio that we got to listen to when we were there was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it was pre-cable. Um, and so radio was a lot of what Britain still listened to. Mm. There were lo- loads of wonderful series on the radio that um, that's what you go to talk about the next day at, at, uh, at work. It was not what you saw in Dallas the night before it was what was on, you know, BBC. 
like those scripted shows on the That's radio. exactly right. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They, I feel like they were popular here, but not as much as what it sounds like over there. Oh, no. It was huge there. And theater was was huge there. Everyone would talk about when they saw this actor at this theater at this particular show. And every that was part of the common vernacular. Everybody had that history until, okay. until cable. And then cable kind of brought everybody back indoors. Wow. That's incredible. Adam. Do you mm-hmm. still talk to anybody from over there or do you ever like go back? I do. And keep in touch? I do. There was uh, my fight choreographer, my fight instructor, mm-hmm. uh, Steve Wilshire, like Wilshire Boulevard, Steve Wilshire mm-hmm. uh, was uh, at his wedding. He got married in Toronto and uh, there's a castle, I think called Casa Loma in, uh, in Toronto mm. and where they had their wedding and we were all in kilts and the works and we were all with our swords and we had a choreographed kidnapping of the bride, uh, where we the, the 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 bride's party took on the groom's party, and there were deaths and all kinds of beautiful slayings and leaping oh on the table wow. and trashing the hall, and uh, and then they had to fight to get her back. And so it yeah, sounds very much like in the office when Angela <laughs> is kidnapped by Mose, who is played by Mike Sure. <laughs> right. That's funny. Oh my god, I can't imagine having that at the wedding. Is that like a tradition, or he just wanted no, to? No, no, they loves um, fighting so much, or not fighting, fight. but you know the stage fighting. No, it was definitely not a tradition. In fact, the the people who worked the castle were kind of freaking out. They never had anything like that happen there before. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Freaking out and thrilled at the same time. They thought it was the best. That's so, so cool. Did someone video that? I hope you have it on video. I'm sure they do. I'm sure Steve does. Oh my God. I love that. (laughs) So we've got fight choreographer, actor, not choreographer, but I guess you could choreograph now, now that you've done it. I Um, I could, I have. Yeah. But uh, I was, uh, I was licensed by the British fight director society. Oh my God. That sounds so cool. It was loads of fun. Loads and loads and loads of fun. So Sir Cooper Thornton, how would you say? Oh yes. Yes, absolutely. Be knighted. (laughs) <laughs> i can't do a british accent with the r's it's not right it was close it was good enough for me to know what you were doing anyway yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then you've also got the swimming so tell us a little bit about that you were in it was it just high school but or no it was before high school i started swimming year round when i was six and then quit when i was 13 because i'd seen all the tile there was to see I just got, <laughs> got bored with it right yeah. you know what that's like oh yeah right, manny and uh and but then there's a, a program called masters which is uh international uh, competitive swimming uh in fact they've got nationals coming up uh august 3rd to the 7th in richmond virginia that i'll be going to mm, okay and i started swimming uh year round uh again about 15 years ago got back into masters and, and have loved it wow yeah so they awesome. have different age ranges and all that. that's stuff. exactly how they do it thank god <laughs> uh, because there are there are ex Olympians that are you know you're swimming with that are, are so, mm. you know, and they would just rule. But yeah, that's every five years. So I just I just aged up, and aging up is a very good thing mm-hmm. because then you are at the the youngest of your age group, and so you yeah. you've got a better chance. How do you train for something like that? Do you have a coach with you? Or? Yeah, I do actually. I've got a, a swim team that I swim with here in, in Chapel Hill. We actually swim in Durham, and uh, got a fabulous coach. Uh, Jonathan. Wow. And, uh, and he, um, 
get the better coaching than I've ever had before. All of us. I mean, he's really into technique and wow. been five days a week. And that's amazing that he's there in the area that you happen to be in. You know, we lucked out at getting him. We really did. He had just retired. He was a doctor and just retired, and he took us on. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll have a, a a meet in Nashville or Phoenix area or something. Nashville's like that. got you know talk about a swim city. Nashville is a huge swim city. Really? I oh. swear, I started swimming Nashville Aquatic Club. There's, it's right out there at uh, right next to Centennial Park. It's one of the the top swim facilities around. Okay. Nashville, when I was there, was really one of the national powerhouses. Uh, swimmers like Amy Calkins and Joan Pennington and Corinne Miller and Claire Sanders and uh, Amy's sister, uh, Tracy. Well, Tracy's sister, Amy. Um, mm, Amy Calkins. No next to Phelps, probably the best swimmer the U.S. Have, has ever put out, has ever created, though she was a creation on her own. Wow. It was fantastic. Yeah. And she would have, the Olympics that really would have been hers were the Moscow Olympics, which we boycotted. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I don't know the history of that. That's amazing. Okay, I'm learning. I'll just look up Nashville swimming, and it's it's huge. Oh my gosh, amazing! There's some great uh, masters programs there. Wow, that's yeah. so cool. And so, how did you end up in Chapel Hill? By the way, I ended up here. I was going through a divorce, and my ex's family lives near here. Okay, and I wanted. Uh, her and my boys to be near her family because they're they're good people mm -hmm. and wanted them to have some uh some grandparents that were interested in being involved in their lives and uh her folks are terrific yeah and uh and so i just i threw out what do you think about moving moving back there yeah and work had really uh there was a lot less work certainly commercially in la uh commercial work had had all but just dried up so much was going to, for non-union work was that um like pre-covid or like during this COVID? was this was pre-covid this okay. was started in like 2017 2018 gotcha um when i first got out to la i would average about 10 auditions a week and then in 2017 2018 it had dried up to not even 10 percent of that it just was mm. it was brutal mm. and so much of that had been commercial work Mm. I had just, I had a really nice commercial living going on. Gotcha. You know, next to the, what they call theatrical, which is TV and film. And the commercial is obviously commercial. Gotcha. It, yeah. Well, I mean, the Southeast now has grown so much as far as what's shooting here. There's a lot of stuff, um, interestingly, like shooting in Charlotte, especially. Yeah. That's a huge market now. And so is um, Wilmington, weirdly. Wilmington's, well, Wilmington used to be. See, North Carolina used to give tax breaks like uh, like Georgia does, uh, but then they took it away in 2014, and they had some mm -hmm. great shows here that just said, "Well, we, you know, if you're not going to give us that break, we can't stay." Yeah. yeah. And then they started giving the taxes back in 2017, I believe, and uh, and so they've slowly been building that trust back up, and I think they can do it. Yeah. But cool. um, but it's a it's a lot of trust. It's a huge investment. Not so much for films, but when you want to bring a TV show in, that's, you know, that's years of commitment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's folks that have houses and folks that have kids that are going to be put into schools. And mm -hmm. you know, so that's a that's a big investment. You really want to trust that that the state that's inviting you in is there for the long haul. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, Dawson's Creek was filmed in Wilmington and then mm-hmm. One Tree Hill was filmed right after that. And That's right. The One Tree Hill just put out is putting out like a podcast now, the three main women characters. Oh, no kidding, really? Yeah, it's called Drama Queens. They're pretty cool people. <laughs> That's pretty great. Um, but they're badass women, which is why I really like listening to them. But they they talk about how well, I waited until I made sure we were getting a second season and then I bought my house and then That's they great. had someone on who had kids. And I was like, I didn't even think about the fact that if you're yeah. signing on for a TV show in a different city, mm-hmm. oh you're gosh. having to sign your life on there, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You're working like eight months, six to eight months out of the year. There. That's right. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. It's a huge crazy. Yeah. Another show that's filming in North Carolina. I guess. Well, no, wait. I feel like The Walking Dead was in North Carolina for a little bit. Now they're in Atlanta, I think. Atlanta. Atlanta owns it. There's so much work out of Georgia, almost more work out of Georgia than LA. Are you still auditioning and stuff for things in the Southeast? Oh, loads. Okay, good. Loads. I just did five auditions the other day. Ooh. um, Can't talk about it. What a, oh my God. So are you doing commercials or film or? No, this is almost all. This is, I did one recently for Georgia Lottery which okay. was fun. I played a human crane, you so know, like fun. one of those grab things when you go into like a Denny's, there's that little crane that you can pick yes. up the toy. Yeah. So I was in a harness just going down and grabbing a bunch of money. Oh my God. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And painful. Oh no, yeah. no way. Not comfortable, but to be in a, in a harness like that for, for hours at a time. Well, did you have to like do training and stuff for that too? No, no. strap you in and, and just pray that the person who's operating the harness, you know, doesn't fling oh. you into something. Oh my That's God. some trust. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that almost all be... the stuff is TV film. Okay. It's almost all TV film out of Georgia. Okay. Well, I'm going to manifest that you and I work together sometime. God bless you. <laughs> that would be so fun to be in a commercial with you. I would like lose. Bring it mind. on. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, and how far, how far away is North Carolina from Nashville? I mean, well, North Chapel Carolina. Hill from Nashville is Chapel about eight Hill. hours. Okay. Okay. That's not about bad, eight hours. but it's so. bad enough. How far is it to Nashville, Tennessee? I'll tell you. It looks like Nashville is about 517 miles. So the way I drive about eight hours. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll have to make a trip out there. I've been wanting to visit both Chapel Hill and Wilmington and also Savannah. I really want to see Savannah. I've okay. Things about that. Um, well, because, Savannah's know, in Georgia. Yeah. That's in Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know they're filming a lot of stuff out there as well. So, yeah. and they have a good yeah. theater uh, crew, I feel in Savannah. So that could be fun too. Good. Good. You know? Yeah. The, there are huge ripples of communities from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. The, so any city of any size in Georgia is going to have crews. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's very true. So I'm excited about that. That'll be really fun. Yeah. <laughs> One of these days. Bring it on. But, um, okay. Well, another question that we like to ask everybody um, before we kind of wrap up, or, I mean, we might not be done. I don't know. But I just wanted to make sure that I ask you this. Um, the Which character would you say that you resonate with the most, if you could choose, in Parks and Rec, rather? Um, so, you know, I relate. As a really character heavily- uh, no, finish up. What were we going to say, Holly? No, no, yeah. I just, I, um, yeah, as a character. So, like, I 
relate heavily to Leslie because um, sure, I'm crazy that. and organized, but also like trying to be generous, but also kind of want to control a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm trying Anne. to find balance. And Maddie is an Anne. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, we balance each other out. I can sometimes. see that. I can see that. <laughs> so uh, to you, other than Dr. Harris, <laughs> who would you resonate with? <laughs> um, you know, if I want just plain fun, uh, it would be Ron. Uh, but uh, probably Ben. That's your like who you have similar qualities to. You think Ben Wyatt? Probably Ben Wyatt. Yeah. Okay. You know Adam Scott's character. Interesting. I could yeah. see that too. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I get to be with I get to be with Amy. <laughs> yeah, there so you go. Be with Leslie. You know, which is <laughs> you know because uh, Rashida Jones's character never really was. You know, she was with Chris in that first year, right? Andy, but then after that, she was just kind of floating. They kept bringing in new guys yeah. for her to try. Right. But you're okay. But you're saying that like you resonate the most with Ben Wyatt's like character, not that you would want to be him or that he's your favorite oh, I wouldn't character. I mind being him. I, I really, I really respected his character. I thought he That's was. That's true too. Yeah. I just want to make sure that you have the same qualities as a Ben too. You know what I mean? That's the question. I think I do. I think I, think I do. you do too. Yeah. I think Dr. <laughs> Harris would really obviously be with Ron. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. You know, yeah. It'd be no question. That's true. I still, oh my God, that would be so lovely to have a little bit of a mini series moment with Dr. Harris and Ron, like at the this, cabin together. Just an annual checkup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and, and Ron's maybe you have, I don't know, maybe you have like a fish or something uh, or a fishing rod or I don't know, something in the office that Ron latches onto and is like, what do you do? Or maybe you pull out jerky or something. <laughs> nice. I'm writing it in my head. <laughs> keep keep yeah. writing. Keep writing. <laughs> so what are you up to now? Are you doing, uh, are you in anything that we can promote or is it mostly just auditioning right you now? Know, I, I can't say I'm, I'm pinned for a film that's going to be, um, it's, uh, it's going to be uh, for somebody that uh, really cares a lot for Sevierville. Okay. And, uh, but I'm not going to say who. You're not going to say because we yeah. don't know that's wink, right wink. <laughs> but uh but here's oh open well, you're pinned so we will keep our fingers crossed for you for those that don't know pinning kind of means that it's literally just on your you're on the short list your headboard your headshot is on the corkboard pinned that is to that's the old circled. school that's exactly right you got a pin stuck to your headshot <laughs> yes, and exactly. headshots. i got boxes of headshots i don't know what i'm gonna do with them Yes, exactly. Oh, well, Maddie, do you have any like closing things that you want to ask or say or anything? No, I just appreciate your time. I love listening. I'm more of a pop in if something comes into my head type person. Oh, so great. that's Thank why you. I'm quiet. But I, I really appreciate your time. You are. I will tell you that you are one of my fiance's favorite guest stars. Oh, thank you. He just loves the brutality of <laughs> Dr. Harris. And what's, every what's time you say anything, uh, Ivan. Ivan. Ivan the terrible. Ivan, that's wonderful. <laughs> well, great. Yes. Well, please tell Ivan thank you for that. Of course. Yeah. Yes, Maddie and Ivan are getting married in two months. Hey, yes. congratulations. Yay. Thank you. So Where, is it going to be in Prescott? So Sorry? Is it going to be in Prescott? It's going to be in Chandler, Arizona, because it's closer to the airport, and I have a lot of out of town and out of country guests. So we out thought of it was country easier. even good for you. Yes. Where's Ivan from? <laughs> Ivan is from Mexico, so it's actually Ivan. But Ivan, okay, good. Yeah. Say Ivan. Ivan's so, beautiful. That sounds very romantic, sounding Ivan. 
It of course, is, Ivan, yeah. you can't have, I just, you say Ivan, I hear the terrible. Right. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are like, are you Russian? I'm like, are you looking at him? Right. Right. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yay. Okay. Well, Cooper, we've taken up way too much of your time and you're great. I hadn't even noticed. Oh my God. Well, (laughs) thank you so much for coming on. This was so fun. I also love, I got to say, I love when people's characters are so vastly different from who they are as people. It just like, Oh, and thank goodness in this case. I know. Right. right? (laughs) Well, it's just so lovely to see, especially as an improviser for you to, to see the different characters that you bring to light. And we just like love the guest stars on Parks and Rec, not only in real life when we interview them and how amazing they are, but just like the quality that it brings to the show of creating this like community of Pawnee. It's like incredible. And I just, I, it blows my mind that you weren't really given direction uh, in that initial like audition that you just kind of did that and it stuck and just it was perfect. It. I was very lucky. I love it. I love it. Well, yeah. it's a mixture, right? Of luck and hard work. Luck and hard work. Luck and preparation. Or whatever the hell that saying right. is. That's right. <laughs> well, tell your son good luck at the meet. I will. Thank you. Well, yes. yes if he ends up doing it, we'll if see. If he goes. Yeah. And good luck to you as well if you are competing anytime soon. Thank you and very just much. just thank you so much. This was so fun. You're very yes, welcome. Thank you. thank you. Nice meeting the two of you too. Hope you have an awesome day. And if anyone Me has too. questions for Cooper. Oh, wait, Cooper, do you have like an Instagram or anything that I can tag you on? I, I, or Twitter? Me, I, I do. I got both. If you uh, don't, it's fine. I honestly would respect that. <laughs> I think it's I think it's uh it's me, Cooper T. Let me see. I love that. I like that too. It it's timing. Let's see what it is. It tells you it's, how much I'm I use. I'm looking it. it up too. Okay. It's okay. You can tell me later. <laughs> yeah, send me a send me a, a line asking and then I'll get it back to you. Okay, that's perfect. Okay. We'd love to tag you so that people can follow you. But if anyone has any questions that. for you, um, then they can message me and I will ask you. And I would love that. That'd be great. Bombard. But because I, I always say that in our like social media, because I'm always like, I'm obviously a fan. So I'm we're uh, saying the questions that we mm-hmm. find the most with, but uh, or with that we want to know the most. But there's always yeah. a question that I'm going to forget. So I'll tell you one thing that I, I put a lot of time into is yeah, there's a, a, a site called a writing site called medium.com okay. okay and i've got a lot of essays up on that and a lot of them about uh a battle with depression oh my gosh i mm-hmm. love that and uh and so just really want to help remove a lot of the uh the stigma around that and, That's amazing. Uh, and so there's a bunch of writing up on up on uh, medium.com okay i'll tag that in the show report. notes there you go. Yeah. yeah. So that people can, that is amazing. And I love that we're kind of in this shift now in the world where we're able to really discuss it and make sure that it's not something that is about shame or, yeah, any go sort girl. Of, mm-hmm. you know, problem because it's just, it's, we're humans. Yes, we are. But I'd love yeah. to read those essays. That would be great. So please I'll do. Sure I'd really that appreciate that. See yeah. That. I'd yeah. love you to let awesome. me know what you think. And I'd appreciate that. Yay. Well, thank you so much again. Sorry, we've said bye 800 times. That's just our style. But (laughs) (laughs) have a great day. Thank Thank you so much. Bye bye. Bye, man. Good luck two months from now. That's fantastic. Thank you very much. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you. Yay. I love him. That was so cute. I want him to hang out here all the time. I know. I want him to come visit Nashville. Oh my god uh-huh. uh, and then you could come down to nashville too well i have a little reunion yes oh my be so cute so precious um well wait do you have to leave now um i have a couple minutes if you want 
I because my one o'clock meeting isn't happening. Okay. Well. Um, oh well, that worked out really nicely for us. Um, I didn't really have any more questions anyway, so I'm kind of right now. I'll just be doing our um, little outro moment. Uh, yeah. So yeah. But that was really fun. I'm so glad that he could hang out with us. And like I said, if anyone has any other questions, um, I just think it's so funny that it was like he just made that decision and he sticks out so prominently as someone that we all remember or know. You know what I mean? Well, and 100 percent, I don't think he would have been asked back if it wasn't he wasn't such a strong Dr. Harris. Right. He he came in strong. Like, this is who I am. I don't fucking care about the, the patients and I think that's what made it like oh he's got to keep coming back yeah he did so. he was kind of like Rob Lowe I feel in the sense where like the second he entered the scene he was Dr. Harris there was no like prep or getting used to it or like you know mm-hmm. finding the character he just was it yeah so I felt really nice to talk to him about like his kind of process and as far as process I guess I didn't get like too logistical technique whatever which we kind of did as far as like the wall that he builds between him and the other Mm -hmm. character Um, but I think it was real like basically when anyone says that they've done improv before and especially with how long they've been doing it I can kind of judge like oh that's why you're so great (laughs) like Mm -hmm. at building a character or just like being so committed like no matter what and no matter how many scenes you have or how many lines he has I mean come on the guy lit like I said he has like 20 seconds and then he just makes such a huge impression within those 20 seconds it's incredible yeah it is he's he's great so yeah I'm glad we got to talk to him and thank you for putting the work into setting it up oh and my I'm glad gosh. this time worked. my pleasure I'm yeah. so glad that it all worked out uh and yes thank you to him for like moving things around as well I, I don't know if he moved stuff around but he definitely like we had a couple different dates that we were talking about so I'm glad that it all worked out for us yeah. and that the time change because we're all technically FYI on three time. Yeah. different time zones he's eastern I'm mm-hmm. central <laughs> you're, you're mountain time what is mm-hmm. it mountain time technically? I'm, I'm at pacific right now okay pacific okay got it I'm two hours behind you. Gotcha. But um, anyway, well, okay. So um, if you have not reviewed or rated the show yet, please do that. And um, I didn't even say it, but, um, you know, thank you for waiting. We've been, it's been um, a minute since we've had a little podcast moment. So I'm excited Mm -hmm. that we got to come back with Dr. Harris. Yeah, I know it's a good, good way to come back for sure. Yes. All right. Well, we hope that everyone has a lovely um, rest of your week and hope you are having a good month and a good summer and that you have air conditioning. And yeah, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Cooper. Read all of the show notes for (laughs) his um, essays and whatnot. Okay. Bye. Bye. There's a park and some pals and there's also therapy too.